This is Pentecost. Acts chapter 1. The former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up after that through the Holy Ghost had given commandment unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he had showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea, in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. God bless you as you prayerfully consider the Comforter has come. You may be seated.
hasn't even started. To be perfectly frank with you, I've had as much of this emotionalism as I can stand. Emotionalism? Is that what you call this? Emotionalism? What else could it be? Well, Reverend White, there is just a possibility that it could be the Lord. <laughs> Sir, you seem to be an upstanding citizen, and you're, you seem to know what's going on. You dress properly. I can't believe you could participate in such a brazen example of public, public emotionalism. Reverend, and that statement of a healing—my word—that seats with the death of the apostle. Reverend White, sir, do you believe the Bible? Every word. Every word. Every word. Well, sir, let me show you right here in the book of Hebrews, chapter thirteen and verse eight. It says. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Yes, I know. I learned that when I was a boy of six years old. Well, Reverend White, it's just about time that you learn what it really means. Don't you think it's a little bit strange that if Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever, isn't it just a little bit strange that he healed Yesterday, but then he canceled it for today. It's really getting late. I've got to be going. Reverend White, I really would like to talk with you again. I really would. Doctor, we have a physician. Uh, Reverend White, I really would like to have lunch with you sometime. <laughs> huh. I'll buy. Huh. <laughs> Lord, in the name of Jesus, touch that man. Open his eyes.
did you say, dear? Oh, nothing, nothing. Charles, <laughs> this doctor, where did you meet him? What do you know about him? Well, I met him in church today. Today? But today is Thursday. Where on earth is there a church open in the middle of the week? It's on Azusa Street. Azusa Street? Why, that's clear on the other side of town. Whatever were you doing there? Well, I've been hearing stories. <laughs> uh, stories of miracles. Stories? Well, what kind of stories? Well, there, there are miracles of healing. Miracles? Yeah, like in the Bible. In the Bible? Oh, dear. I do wish you would tell me what you're talking about. Well, I've been hearing these stories about this little old church over there on Azusa Street. And they've been having miracles of healing. And I had to go see for myself. Well? Well, it was a miracle, all right. It was a miracle they weren't all locked up. <laughs> 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 they were loud and erratic and emotional. Victoria, I tell you, it was demonic. And they, those poor people, they really thought they were worshiping God. Uh, oh, Angela. Angela, Angela, baby. Just lie still, dear. The doctor will be here in a minute. How do you feel, Angela? My head hurts a little, but I'm all right. Well, what happened? I tried to stand up. Angela, you know what the doctors have said. You just can't do things like that. I know, but I get tired of sitting in that old wheelchair. And I was only trying to do what he did. Who did? Angela, look. You know the doctor said if you're not careful, you could hurt your back even more. And then you'd have to stay in bed all the time. But Maddie told me the story in the Bible about the lame man, and Jesus told him to stand up and walk, and he did. The lame man? Angela, you know, that happened a long time ago. And <laughs> things like that just don't happen any longer. But Maddie says they do. She says people get healed in her church all the time. Does anybody ever get healed in our church, Daddy? Uh, <laughs> never mind that. You better just rest. <laughs> Praise the Lord, Lord, Sister Maddie. How are you? Good evening, Doctor. Reverend White, when I gave you my card, I certainly didn't expect to hear from you so soon. Well, our, re our regular physician. Yes, Dr. Fitzgerald, he is a, a good man. Uh, now, if you don't mind, I'd like to examine this unconscious patient. Please do. Thank you. <laughs>
You're just filling her mind with all that poppycock. Well, regardless, I don't want you telling her any more about the healings at your church. appreciate you coming over. You're quite welcome, Reverend White, and your daughter would like to see you, Reverend. Thank you. Maddie, burn me. <laughs> Maddie, sister, you should have seen that service Reverend White was in. Whoa, God was moving in such a marvelous way. I mean, it was... Yes, Mrs. White. I understand that my husband met you at a uh, church today. Yes, uh, Sister Maddie and I both go there. That's right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I just can't imagine what would inspire my husband to venture clear across town to go to a church in the middle of the week. Well, maybe, Mrs. White, he heard that the Lord was over there and he went to find out. Doctor, <coughs> we know all about the Lord. Why, my husband is an ordained minister, and we attend church every Sunday on this side of town. <laughs> well, Mrs. White, uh, just because you go to church doesn't necessarily mean that uh, you know the Lord. I beg your pardon. Well, forgive me, Mrs. White, but you see, knowing about the Lord and really knowing the Lord in the power of the Holy Ghost through an experience in a personal way those are two different, totally different things. So, are you saying that there's more to God than just going to church? Oh, yes. And hiding? Oh, yes. And, and, and the women's society? <laughs> oh, yes, a great deal more, a great deal oh, more. Oh, yes. Why, what to ask Jesus into your heart and are born again? Why, there's peace. Joy, power, and a great life. Hey, hang on just a minute, Maddie. Hang on. Joy? Uh, 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 Mrs. White. Whatever is she talking about? Maddie's enthusiasm is all wrapped up in the fact that she has had an experience with God and that she really knows the Lord in a personal way. In every sense of the word, in fact, you could say that Maddie is in love with Jesus. You really could say that. And God has done so much for you, I, for her. I know she's told you 
Maybe sometime you could come over to our church and find out for yourself. Uh, why, uh, thank you, Doctor. I, I think I'll go see Angela now. Mrs. White, yes. I want you to know that the entire church at Azusa Street is going to be praying for Angela's complete recovery. Thank you, Doctor. Uh, good night. Good night, Mrs. White. I'll walk you to the door. Thank you, Maddie.
I said, what's his name? Jesus. Brothers and sisters, we are gathered together on this Sunday morning. And we have come in Jesus' name. And Jesus said, ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I want to tell you here on Azusa Street, the Holy Ghost has come upon us. And the Bible says, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, everybody say fully come. The Bible said they were all with one accord in one place. And then suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. Brothers and sisters, this thing is fire. It's fire. It's fire. It's Holy Ghost fire. It sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. And they were dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews, devout men for out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together. They said, these fellows are drunken. But I want to tell you, Peter stood up. Peter stood up. And the eleven stood up. And they said, we are not drunken. We are not drunken, as ye suppose. We're drunk on something else. We're drunk on something else. But this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. It shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see vision. Brothers and sisters, he is pouring it out upon all flesh. He is pouring it out upon black flesh. And he said he'd do it. Brothers, it's here on Azusa Street. I hear old Isaiah, Brother Isaiah saying, for precept must be upon precept, line upon line, upon line, here a little, there a little, for with stammering lips. How many has had stammering lips? I said, how many has had stammering lips? He said, with stammering lips and with another tongue will I speak to this people to whom he says, this is the rest wherewith you may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing. I want to tell you, I'm arresting this morning in the Holy Ghost. I'm arresting this morning in the Holy Ghost. I put off the old man and I put on the new man and I'm resting in the Holy Ghost. I'm not the same man that I used to be because if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. He's a new creature. All things have passed away. And all things, and all things, and all things have become new. Brothers, I want to tell you, Jesus is still the same. He's still doing it. He opened blinded eyes. He unstopped their fears. He healed crippled limbs. And I want to tell you, the healer is in the house on this Sunday morning. And while I'm preaching, somebody is fixing to receive their miracle. Raise your hands. Somebody is fixing to receive their miracle. The healer is in the house. I said the healer is in the house.
was. And he's still doing it. He did it back then. And he's still doing it. He's not changed. He's still the same. Angela. Angela. In Jesus' name. Oh. My baby is what? In Jesus' name. Come on, church. Let's praise him. He's done it. Jesus, all these years. I've been so near, yet so far. I've had eyes to see and I never saw. I've had ears to hear, but I never heard you. I've had a heart to feel, but I never felt you. Lord, now I know you're real. And I know it's the most proper thing to worship you, to serve you, to dedicate my whole life to you. Lord, you mean more to me than anything. Hallelujah. It wasn't in a great cathedral. No, it wasn't. That the Spirit of God chose to fall. And it wasn't in a royal palace. Nor was it in a governor's hall. But in a little storefront on the wrong side of town. Everybody passing by could hear. Christian Life Center. We're the children of Azusa Street. I said we're the children of Azusa Street. 
We've been baptized in the power of the Holy Ghost. I want to tell this audience on this Sunday morning that the God that poured out the baptism of the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost, that God has not changed. I said that God has not changed. Times have changed, and man has changed, and philosophy has changed, but that God is still the same. And when the day of Pentecost came, he poured it out. I want to tell you something. All of Stockton and this valley needs, amen, it's not another rehabilitation clinic. It's not, amen, another drug treatment center, but it needs a pouring out of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I want to tell you, everybody needs the Holy Ghost. Grandma needs the Holy Ghost, and Granddaddy needs the Holy Ghost, and the man on the street needs the Holy Ghost. Come on, it's time for the Holy Ghost to be poured out one more time. God is wanting to do a brand new thing in the earth, and God said in the last days, if this is not the last day, then no other day will be the last days. These are the last days. These are the last of the last days. There is sin on every hand. There's sin in every corner. But I tell you on this Sunday morning, what we need is another Pentecost. It is another outpouring of the Holy Ghost. God, give us Holy Ghost and fire. Give us Holy Ghost and fire. Baptize the church first. I say to you, the church first must be baptized anew with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Everybody in the pew needs a rebaptism of the Holy Ghost on fire. Everybody in the choir needs a rebaptism of the Holy Ghost on fire. And when we are on fire, the world will come to see the Holy Ghost and fire. And one more time, before you come, Jesus, pour it out. 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 Give Stockton another baptism of the Holy Ghost. Everybody lift your hands and say, Holy Ghost. Hold them up. This Holy Ghost came upon 120 in the upper room. It fell upon a bunch of humble people at Azusa Street. It fell upon this little old black preacher called Seymour. It fell at Azusa Street. It fell in Topeka, Kansas. And I want to tell you this Sunday morning, there is no devil in hell that can put out the fire of the Holy Ghost. Satan, I've got a word from God. Look out. Look out. Chapter 2 is going to be reenacted in this last day because before Jesus comes, there is going to be another great revival and the glory of the latter house shall be greater. Shall be greater. It's a dark world. It's a dark night. It's dark situations. Bleak and gloom is on every hand. The religious world doesn't know what to do. The religious world does not have the answer. The political arena 
does not have the answer. There is gloom on the economic front. There is only one hope. There is only one hope. It's for the children and the sons and daughters of Azusa Street to come out of the upper room one more time. Drunken on the Holy Ghost. I've come to tell you this morning, God give us another Azusa Street and more. Lift your hands and let's ask God for it. Come on. Come on. We have been baptized with pride. We have been baptized with greed. We have been baptized with affluence. We have been baptized with immorality. We have been baptized with perversion. We have been baptized with pornography. But I say to you this morning, is there anybody that wants a baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire? Holy Ghost and fire. Jesus said, the promise is unto you. It is to your children. It's to them that are afar off. Every drunk, every alcoholic, every person that's strung out on heroin, every man that's got a broken home, every woman that's got a broken situation, it is to you. It is to your children. I just feel this morning that in this building there are people who have never been baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Maybe you attend the church down the street. God bless you. Maybe you've been raised in a religious family. God bless you. But I've come to tell you that on Pentecost Sunday, the God that gave the first Pentecost is looking over the bow of heaven and saying you don't have to be just religious. You don't just have to attend the church, but you can be born again. You can be born again. You can receive fire, 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 fire down on the inside of your soul. Pentecost is not an religion. Pentecost is not a denomination. Pentecost, it is a tongue-talking, shaking, stammering of the lips, life-changing, radical, If you have received your personal Pentecost, I want you to raise your hand as a witness. If you've not received it, I want you to look around. Everybody's got your eyes closed. If you've received it, hold your hands up. If you've talked in tongues, hold your hand up. If you've been baptized in Jesus' name, you are a witness to every hungry heart in this building this morning. But Pentecost is not a day on the calendar. But Pentecost is a powerful, vibrant experience. To you in the balcony, Pentecost is still with us. 
Pentecost is still here on the ground floor. I'm going to pray right now. I want every child of God, uh, every fire baptized person to lift up your voice. And this is what we will pray. We will pray that on this Sunday morning, on Pentecost Sunday, that the miracle of Pentecost, I said the miracle of Pentecost will come to fall on everybody in the building one more time. Come on. Lift up your hand if you're a Pentecostal. Jesus, I ask you, baptize us not with pride. Baptize us not with self. Baptize us not with affluence, but baptize everybody in the building with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Move in the choir. Move on this platform. Move in the left. Move on the right. Move in the front of the building. Move in the back of the building. Let everything that's shaken this morning be baptized again with the Holy Ghost and with fire. In Jesus' name. Here's how we're going to end the service. If you're in this building, and you have never spoken in tongues. You have never spoken in tongues. But you want to experience this tongue-talking experience before you leave. While this church is standing. There's somebody next to you and you brought them. I want you to take them by the hand. If you're by yourself, I want you to step out this morning. And I want you to join this preacher on the front. Who will be the first to come? Come on. Come on. All over the building. You need to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You need to receive another Pentecost. Here comes a fellow from the balcony. Come on, anybody else? You got a friend, bring him on down. Baptized with the fire and the wind. We're children. Come on, stand across the front. We've got the power like they did back then. Children. Come on, give them a hand as they come. Baptized with the fire and the wind.
the fire and the wind. For me and it's for you, for your children, yes, Lord, and their children too. Is that something that nothing else can do? In Acts, the second chapter, you can read it for yourself. You don't have to ask anybody else about the Holy Ghost. Jesus is giving away. For you, it's for you, for your children, for your children, and their children too. Something, nothing else can do. In Acts, the second chapter, you can read it for yourself. You don't have to ask anybody else about the Holy Ghost that Jesus is giving away. Oh, it's for me. It's for me. It's for you. It's for you. For your children. For your children. And their children too. Something that nothing else can do. Oh, in Acts the second chapter, you can read it for yourself. You don't have to ask anybody else about the Holy Ghost. That Jesus is giving away. It's for me. It's for me. It's for you. For you. For your children. And their children too. Something. Something. That nothing else can do. In Acts the second chapter, you can read it for yourself. You don't have to ask. Anybody else about the Holy Ghost that Jesus is giving away? Oh, it's for me. It's for me. It's for you. It's for you. For your children. For your children. And their children too. Something. And nothing else can do. The second chapter, you can read it for yourself. You don't have to ask anybody else about the Holy Ghost that Jesus is giving away. Oh, it's for me, and it's for me, it's for you, and it's for you, for your children, for your children, and their children too. Something, something, and nothing else can do. The second chapter, you can read it for yourself. You don't have to ask anybody else about the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost that Jesus is giving away. Oh, it's for me. It's for you. It's for you. For your children. For your children. And their children too. Something. That's something. And nothing else can do. 
In Acts the second chapter you can read it for yourself. You don't have to ask anybody else about the Holy Ghost that Jesus has given away. For me. And it's for you. It's for you. It's for you. For your children. For your children. And their, their children, children too. Something and something. That nothing else can do. Oh, in Acts the second chapter, you can read it for yourself. You don't have to ask anybody else about the Holy Ghost that Jesus is giving away. For you, for your children, for your children, and their children too. Something that's something that nothing, nothing else can do. do. That's right. In Acts the second chapter, you can read it for yourself. You don't have to ask anybody else about the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost that Jesus is giving away. For me, it's for you. It's for you. For your children. For your children. And their, their children, children too. Something, something that nothing, nothing else can do. do. Oh, and that's the second chapter you can read it for yourself. You don't have to ask anybody else about the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Jesus, Jesus is giving away. For me, it's for me, and it's for you, and it's for you. For your children, for your God, children, we love you. children yes, too. Something, something oh, that oh, nothing oh, else oh, can do. In Acts the second chapter, you can read it for yourself. You don't have to ask anybody else about the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Jesus is giving away. For you, and it's, it's for me, it's for you, and it's for you, for your youngins, for, for your, your children, and their children too. It's something, that's something that nothing else can do. Oh, 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 oh. In Acts the second chapter, you can read it for yourself. You don't have to ask anybody else about the Holy Ghost that Jesus is giving away. For me, and it's for you, for Hallelujah. your children, yes, and Lord. their children yes, too. Something that's right that nothing that's else right. can do. Stay right with it. That Holy Spirit's oh, coming. And the second chapter, the you Comforter can is coming. For yourself, the Comforter you is coming. The Comforter is coming. about the Holy Ghost oh, that Jesus, Jesus is giving it away. That's it. And their children That's do it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That nothing mm -hmm. else can do. And that's the second oh, chapter you can read it for yourself. You don't have to ask anybody else about the Holy Ghost that Jesus ever gave it away. Oh, it's for me. And it's for you. 
your children and their children to something Hallelujah. that nothing Hallelujah. else can do. And after seconds after you can read it for yourself, you don't have to ask anybody yes, else about the Holy Ghost. About the Holy Ghost. Jesus just gave it away. So you can read it for yourself. You don't have to ask anybody else about the Holy Ghost. Jesus says he gave it away. Oh, it's for me. It's for you. For your children. Their children do something. Nothing else can do.